0: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: There's way more good happening in the world every single day, but why aren't they telling you? Get the good stuff at JustinBarclay.com/slash-good-news. Get the good news, stories, ideas, and updates that are sure to put a smile on your face. That's justinbarclay.com slash good news. justinbarclay.com slash good news.
0: traffic and the biggest stories of the day. Here we go. We are talking about what matters most in West Michigan and beyond. This is the Big Three. I feel better about that now. Now Now today's Big Big three. Three. How to get that in. Hey, there's
2: never been a better time to buy or refi. You've been hearing it now. We've got the Fed raising the interest rates. Big story. We'll get into that today and hear from Dave Galloway, Heartland Home Mortgage. Tell you what it could mean for you coming up. But give him a call and find out. He may be able to save you thousands. And before it's too late, folks, 616-974-9105, or you can go online to hhmlending.com. The team at Heartland Home Mortgage, just five minutes, one phone call can help you. Chris saving, by the way, $500 a month on her mortgage. Put a little bit more money back into the wallet. And, of course, they closed in just five days. Can't beat that. Number one. That big story: the Federal Reserve raising interest rates by half a percentage point, getting a handle on the worst inflation America's seen in 40 years. It's the first time in 22 years that the central bank has hiked rates this much. The increase will affect credit cards, home and car loans, making borrowing for you more costly, and business loans will get also get pricier as well. The businesses, large and small, and that means, well. That means it'll trickle down to the rest of us. The market expressing relief. All major indices closing up for the day yesterday. Although I've seen some interesting things happening ahead of the market opening. We'll get into that coming up, too, here in just a moment as well. But, yes, that is the big story. And, of course, if you look at what else is happening right now, diesel up 15 cents a gallon to the national high of 551. In Michigan, you're paying more, I think, than ever before. With the average of $4.30 a gallon, yes, it's hitting everyone in the pocket. Number two, Fencing has been erected at the steps of the Supreme Court last night. Biden, by the way, as they get ready for whatever may happen there, this protest has been peaceful, unless you count Elizabeth Warren's insurrection the other day. <laughs> she, I don't know what she had. A Donde buffalo helmet with some horns on it and stormed the Supreme Court. It was kind of it's kind of wild to watch, but she had an unhinged moment there. Although I, one might argue that Elizabeth Warren has a collection of unhinged moments throughout her life. But um, really interesting to watch that go down. Biden out yesterday, unhinged as usual <laughs> as well, but in a different way, talking about the malarkey of the extreme maga. Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political ex- organization that's existed in American history. Huh? In recent
1: American history.
0: What
2: a wild comment for him to make about at least 80 million Americans. I think far more than that. It's just wild to me that anybody would think it extreme that America should be great, and that would be an extreme thought.
0: Number three. Just
2: get wrap my head around some of the stuff of folks he's talking about of course uh, the Supreme Court and you know, <clears throat> we'll get into all that coming out Michigan's unemployment agency waiving 431 million dollars in pandemic overpayments affecting 55,000 people in the state well they yeah they screwed up it was their fault they never should have done this but at the same time how much fraud billions that they paid out? How much fraud took place? And will anyone ever really be held accountable for that? They're also going to refund $11 million to those who already started paying back their benefit overpayments. And here in the state, by the way, we know that the governor and her people apparently hired folks who had criminal records to work for the unemployment insurance agents. And they, they didn't even take a look at any of this, like, closely. That's who's running the state. Boy, oh boy, are things getting interesting. I can say that much.
0: That's great. It starts with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and aeroplane. Lenny Bruce is not
2: afraid. I'll tell you what, man. It is going to be a gorgeous day today. High of 66. They say mostly cloudy, but I see a lot of sunshine right now. I'll take it. A new CNN poll, by the way, has more bad news for Biden. 66% disapprove of his handling of the economy. 66%. I mean, and I think that's probably a low number. It's probably a little disconnected from the reality of, I'd say it's probably up 80, 90%. There's a small 10% of people that are brainwashed and they're not coming back from the brink no matter what. They think all of this is great. It's great! yeah! just celebrate it all. End of the world. 55% say he has made the economy worse. Only 19% say better. So there you go. I said 10%. So it's probably closer to that 10%. There is a 10% of crazy out there. That's just, they're just, they're not ever going to admit it. They just won't ever admit it. No matter what, it's not going to happen. Oh, and by the way, he's the one responsible for it. Every crisis that we see these days... At the border, he's responsible. What you're paying at the pump, from the pump to groceries, he's responsible for it. Inflation through the roof. He's responsible for it. That's that extreme MAGA, apparently. You get the ultra MAGA. Ultra extreme MAGA right now. So,
0: look, inflation is a matter of
1: demand and supply. And the spending that was undertaken in the American Rescue Plan... Did um, feed demand?
2: Well, there it is. Biden's own Secretary of Treasury, Janet Yellen, saying that Biden is responsible for the inflation that we're seeing right now. She admits it. she maybe she's one of those extreme maga folks apparently you know we got to get the ministry of truth after her to figure this out because quite frankly uh she seems a little extreme in her viewpoints let's go uh let's go maybe she needs an investigation maybe Ellen needs to be investigated for those extreme viewpoints speaking of extreme cnn a very extreme network well for other reasons anyway A little glimmer of the truth shining through from them just uh, yesterday. Here it is, the clip. Um, Americans, growing numbers, disapprove of the economy and Uncle Joe's job performance.
3: Things sure stand out in this new poll. One, the economy, a top priority. And two, Americans disapprove of President Biden's handling of this more than ever before.
0: Yeah, and those two things together uh, spell a tough political environment for Democrats, the president and his party. Take a look here. Most important issue, it's by far, Jake. 50% of people in this poll say the economy is the most important issue facing the country. Russia, Ukraine war at 14%, immigration at 10%, everything else in single digits. We should note this poll was completed just before that bombshell news from the Supreme Court on abortion. Biden's handling of that number one issue only at a 34% approval rating on the economy, <laughs> 66% disapproved. And that number uh, there, Jake, that's been going down
2: since our poll earlier this year. And speaking of malarkey, you know those numbers are off anyway. You, ju- you just know those numbers are off. But those are bad as it is. But you know they're even worse. They're, they're even worse than that. So be careful, folks. We'll talk about these issues because I think they're important. But at the end of the day, there are a lot of things out there intending on dividing and distracting us these days. Don't let them get away with it. Let's stay on point. Let's stick to the message. You know, we got Pfizer docs dropping another 90,000 on Monday. You know, the documents they didn't want you to see for the next 75 years. Those are out there. Tanesh D'Souza's got a brand new movie called 2,000 Mules that targets and deals with the fraud that was happening with these mules in the the ballot harvesting. Hmm. And of course his poll numbers in the tank. Don't get distracted. We'll stay on point. Talk about all of that next with our next guest. John Gibbs running for Congress. He's challenging Peter Meyer in Michigan's third district here in West Michigan. We'll talk to him right after this. It's West Michigan Law. so far welcome in i'm proud to be extreme i guess if that if making america great is extreme i guess throw me in the gulag sign me up as okay, so i will never back down from that cause folks biden out there saying it yesterday yes those MAGA folks that MAGA crowd oh they're extreme some of the most extreme in recent history, he almost he kind of flubbed it because he said on in the history of the country at first, then he had to say in the in recent history. I guess he was forgetting the party of the uh, the DNC and their ties to uh, the folks in the white hoods and the KKK. Uh, apparently, he's forgetting about certain groups. Uh, <laughs> But but lumping him in together, what a wild thing to say.
3: Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. In recent American history.
2: That was, by the way, after he said that. No, it's it's totally, God gave me the right to kill babies in the womb. That's what he said. I'll play that audio coming up here in a little bit. I I don't want to get too uh, distracted here. I got to stay focused, and I think we all have to try to do that. Yesterday, we actually had a conversation with Dinesh D'Souza talking about the new movie, uh, 2000 Mules 2000mules.com. I I guarantee you're going to want to see this. The evidence that provided it within, some of us have heard and probably seen before, but not to the extent that they laid it out. Joining us now to talk about that is John Gibbs. He's running for Congress in West Michigan's 3rd District here. Uh, challenging Peter Meyer. John, I appreciate you taking the time to be here with us this morning. I know you've seen the film. I want to talk to you about that specifically. What did what did you make of of, uh, of Dinesh's new film?
1: Well, first of all, it's a great film. And what I like about it is he goes into the details to describe how they uh organized this whole uh ballot harvesting scheme that they were doing. And it shows you the level of intricacy um that they went to as well. Um they were using uh, you know. About 2,000, maybe even more of these mules, um, each one of them went to uh, 10, 20 uh, different ballot drop boxes to drop off a small number of ballots, three, four, or five at a time, so as not to attract attention. Uh, that required a huge logistical effort. It's an organized crime operation. And I think it is great for people across the country to just see the level of sophistication at which the left operates in doing their evil. And I think we've got to improve our game in doing good in order to match what they're doing. Um, we see that happening now with uh, people getting more engaged and involved because of the COVID lockdowns and the CRT garbage and the uh, the election theft. We see people getting more engaged. And I think that's good. we got to keep that up so that we can go toe-to-toe uh, with the left, except we're doing good uh, and they're doing evil with their shenanigans. So it was great. Um, I like the detail. I like how they use data, actual data, to lay it out. Um, and I think it's worth seeing for everyone.
2: I know you're a data guy. It is interesting to see how they did that with the cell phones. Uh, CDC, by the way, this this cell phone data uh, story is kind of interesting. CDC just got busted. In fact, they were using cell phone data during uh, the, the, the height of the pandemic to track whether people were really staying at home like they were being ordered to or not. In the craziest part, certain things that they were trying to find out, like were people still going to church? It's just incredible to think that Americans... We got a president here, or a resident, who's, who's saying that folks who believe making America great is, is an extremist ideology. And yet, I mean, they wanted to stop people from going to church? It's just wild. They're tracking us? It's, it's unthinkable. Same technology, by the way, used in, the, in Dinesh's
1: film. Yeah, it really is. I mean, they are buying this data in bulk, uh, millions and millions of people. Uh, they can track where you went using your cell phone data. And it is pretty terrifying that they were actually doing this in order to track Americans. Uh, this is a role for congressional oversight uh, to uh, put a stop to this stuff. Uh, God willing, if, uh, if I win my race and we get in there, we're going to put a stop to this garbage uh, and have uh, much more eyeballs on what they're doing. But, yeah, it's, it's not surprising that they view the American people as their own enemy who need to be tracked, and especially that they're tracking if people are going to church or not, uh, which is just terrifying and uh, totally ridiculous.
2: You know, you you just make a, a great a great point about this. Um, but but let me ask, why why hasn't law enforcement, the FBI? I mean, we, we've looked at, looking at this data here. This is important. Now, I don't know. And in, in fact, he he brings a question up in the film about whether or not, and specifically in Michigan, if these things would have moved the needle uh, in in uh, affected the race in Michigan, but. Regardless, these people are breaking the law. Why hasn't law enforcement, the FBI, or even local law enforcement taken a closer look at this? What would you like to see happen there?
1: Well, I think they do need to take a look at this. There's absolutely no question law enforcement does need to look at this stuff. Um, One of the tricky things here is, if you remember, when we went after the mafia in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, you couldn't get them for throwing a guy off a building or making someone disappear they had to get him on tax evasion and money laundering mm. because it's it's tricky to go after organized crime. So I think a lot of the prosecutors are afraid of the level of work it takes to go after something like this. They're also afraid of the political backlash that they get, but that's not acceptable. When crimes of this scale are happening, the people have got to be punished who are doing it. And so law enforcement does really need to step up and look at this illegal ballot harvesting that's happening. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. That's absolutely illegal everywhere. But yet they were doing this blatantly. And uh, you do have to ask the question of where is law enforcement. You know, another question, Justin, that I thought while well, watching the movie was, yeah, these great private citizens, uh, Catherine Engelbrecht and uh, Greg Phillips doing this work. But why wasn't the Republican Party doing this? Or why wasn't the FBI itself doing this work? Hmm. Why does that have to be two private citizens who are doing this? It's just remarkable that our own party wasn't even on the ball. Uh, looking at this
2: stuff VoteJohnGibbs.com. john Gibbs.com. john gibbs challenging peter meyer for michigan's third congressional district seat here uh as a republican that primary coming up and he's got to ask you about the supreme court decision and what we're seeing play out here um wh- what do you make about all this i mean it, it's, it largely is a decision that was expected this release it was unexpected unprecedented in a lot of ways uh of this draft opinion but um what do you make about that for for these decisions here and in, in uh, particularly in Michigan?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think that uh, we know that a leak of this magnitude is totally unprecedented. Never has a decision like this leaked um, uh, the way it has just uh, a few days ago. So that's that's kind of uh, troubling. It's really troubling, and this is an intimidation tactic. I believe that the folks who are terrified uh, at the prospect that you can't uh, just wantonly murder babies anymore, mm. uh, they want to give activists out in the streets. Uh, they want to get all the um, liberal groups funded and they want to use this for fundraising and they want to use it to apply pressure to the Supreme Court justices uh, in order to try to get prevent this decision from happening. So it's an extremely underhanded move. It's a threatening move. It's something that's used for intimidation. It all, again, this looks like an organized crime type thing. This is something Tony Soprano would do uh, to put intimidation on his uh, his rival. So it's terrible. They got to find out who did the leak, but we've got we to catch them. Uh, so that's the first thing. Uh, secondly, if this decision it sticks, that's beautiful news, obviously. Um, if we uh, can get the overturned and uh, uh, that's a, a huge step forward. So one does hope that this is a decision that will come down, but the fact that it was leaked um, and the intimidation tactics that they're gonna be using this for uh, is, is awful. We cannot back down as Republicans often do, especially those justices. They've got to stay strong and everybody across country. They're also gonna try to use it to pressure cinema and mansion and others. To uh, get rid of the filibuster, um, so that's something that we've got to keep the pressure up on as well. To so all the senators, don't let them use this for their uh, for their political uh, uh, scheming. We've got to stand strong on this. So, yeah, it's an intimidation tactic, and they got to get to the bottom of who did it. But made the decision to be so. It looks like a good good write up.
2: John Gibbs, always a pleasure. Vote John Gibbs.com. He's challenging Peter Meyer in Michigan's third congressional district. There, coming up the August primary. Appreciate you being with us. Make it a great day. God bless, John.
1: Thanks, Josh, for having me on. Appreciate it. My pleasure.
2: Back next, folks, we're going to talk to those interest rates and more. Hey, sometimes it's hard to get through on the phone line. We understand that. That's why we've got a way for you to get in. No matter what, you could text me. 616-201-3353 when you do. I can see what you text in and then I can text things back to you. Always. Great to stay on touch and stay connected. No matter what happens at Big Tech or anything else, you never know what's coming. But we do our best to stay on top of things for you. Speaking of which, this story has got people talking today. The Fed raising interest rates. Fed Chair Jerome Powell announcing that yesterday.
0: A five basis point uh, an increase is not something the committee is actively considering. What we are doing is uh, we raised fifty basis points today, and and we've said that again, assuming that economic and financial conditions evolve in in ways that are consistent with our expectations. There's a broad sense on the committee that additional 50 basis increases should be on, 50 basis point should be on the table for the next couple of meetings. So we're going to make those decisions at the meetings, of course, and we'll be paying close attention to the incoming data and the evolving outlook, as well as to financial conditions. And, and finally, of course, we will be communicating to the public about what our expectations will be as they evolve.
2: So you hear all that, and you think, OK, what the heck does any of all that mean? Well, here's the breakdown of that story. They're raising interest rates by half a percentage point. Trying to get a handle on the worst inflation America has seen in the last 40 years. The first time they've done this um, in 22 years. Hiking the rate this much. So what does that mean for you, your money, and everything else? Because we see the cost of things are through the roof. They want to cool some of this inflation. The inflation caused by (laughs) Biden and these policies and all of these things. But what does it mean for you, like, you know, at the end of the day, specifically with credit cards? You know, maybe you're trying to buy a home and you want to refinance. All these things are real life, the way they affect and impact us, right? So what does that look like? Dave Galloway, Heartland Home Mortgage, joining us right now to have that conversation. Dave, appreciate you being here with us today. How are you, my friend?
3: Well, the sun's shining. It looks like maybe we're just getting into spring, so this is great. We love it.
2: Especially in Michigan, right? I mean, uh, it's going to be a gorgeous day. So, so you just heard me kind of laying that out. I mean, the they, the economy is on is uh, and everything costs, you know, from gas to groceries right now. Everything is inflated. And what 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 you know, what I try to explain, like how what that really means is, yeah, yeah, I guess like things cost more if you look at what you know the price tag. But really, what it means is the dollar's worth less, and and the reason for that. Is because there are too few dollars or too, too many dollars chasing too few goods, and the reason why that is is because we we had all this stimulus. We tried to stimulate the economy, and they went too far, maybe in some cases. And there's a lot of that money out there they printed, it and it's just flying around. There's not as much stuff to buy as a as a, they want to get. I know, I know, it's done a lot for for home prices. If you own a home already, you got to be really excited because your value of your home is going up. Um, But now it looks like, and and, and by the way, the the ability to buy a home, I think, because of the the, the fact that money was so cheap, you could could save a lot. I mean, people refinancing and things helped a lot of people so far. So where are we now and where are we possibly going? What should people think about here, Dave?
3: Well... You got to be careful if your if your approach is I want to wait because there's some you know factors coming into play here. First off, I mean interest rates have gone up absolutely, but they're probably going to continue to go up from everything we can see and the policies that have been put in place. Uh, second, it's not wise to wait uh, because what we have going on right now is ages 25 to 40 is the largest portion of our population and that's significant because that is a big-time uh, first-time home buyer or just any homeowner. 25 to 40 is a, a big portion of that, so homes are already in huge demand right now. They can't build them fast enough. They can't get supplies, and obviously, when they're in huge demand, it drives up prices. The other thing, and you've talked about this on your show, is what's going on at the borders. I mean, mm. there's tons of people coming in, right? I mean, the population isn't going down. It's, it's increasing, and while we can't necessarily get a mortgage for somebody that can't provide some kind of uh, immigration documentation, they're still going to be renting somewhere, which means the appeal to buy rental properties as an investment is still there. Mm-hmm. And we could say, well, 5 6%, that seems really high. That may seem high to somebody who was born maybe after <laughs> 1995. But for a lot of us that have uh, seen the industry uh, historically, this is still cheap money. And when you look at what you're going to be able to make in rent versus what you pay in interest, you're still going to be able to uh, use real estate as an investment, and the rents will be under demand. And if you follow uh, any kind of um, you know news and and in- information on this, you'll know there are some big powers out there looking to buy up a lot of these rental properties um, from a you know a corporate standpoint, and thus control the market and drive up rents even higher. So we really caution anybody says, well, I think I'm going to wait for rates to go down and home prices to go down before I move on a house. Well, you're probably putting yourself in a situation when you're going to pay an absorbent amount in rent and it's going to be a while. I can tell you that I'm not going to say the housing market won't correct itself. It it will have a correction at some point. I truly believe that, but I I don't see it uh, in the near future.
2: So if you want to buy right now, or if you want to buy period, Um, it sounds like don't wait. You, you, you know, rates are only going to go up. Maybe now, you know, it was really the time to take a look at your house in order. Um, if you are, maybe you've got extra debt out there, credit card debt, some things that are high interest it's a good time to look at refinancing and maybe you can consolidate that into your uh, into your mortgage. What are you getting, you know, calls from people and what are they looking to do and how can you help folks right now?
3: Yeah, what we're starting to see is even though rates may be higher and you may refinance your, your home to a higher rate to do a cash out refinance. If you've got other debt out there, if the home interest rates are going up, then all these other places are raising rates and they're already higher, whether it's a car, credit card, or personal loans or any of that. And as you know, you can't buy your groceries with an interest rate. You can't pay your electrical bill. You can't pay your gas bill. So all this stuff is going up in price. You have a record amount of equity that you can use to your advantage right now. And sure, you may have to swallow the pride a little bit and say, well, maybe my home rate goes up a point or two. But if we're putting Five, six, seven, eight hundred bucks a month back in your pocket with your budget every month, that, that comes first. That comes first and foremost. When I tell somebody, hey, you just need to refinance your home and that's the only balance, that's all you're doing is take it from 3% to to 5%, of course not. But if you've got a lot of other bills out there, hey, I, I, the situation is what it is. And if you're going to eat and you're going to have some uh, flexibility in your budget, this is this is the best thing to do. We've seen people too many times, they're one missed payment away from bankruptcy, right? They're they're just barely paying all those bills. You miss one payment, all of a sudden you can't make another one, and another one, and another one, and then it, it, it can be a windfall. And then next thing you know, your head's spinning. And a lot of times at that point, you're you're ineligible to qualify for a refinance because of late payments. So you really want to have uh, look ahead and, and use that equity you have to your advantage and you get the mortgage tax write-off on it too. So if you're looking for some positives there, there's still plenty of them out there. And I'll tell you this, Justin, if you've gotten a rate quote in the last week, you should really give us a call to review that because two things, pa- Powell's comments yesterday actually drove our rates down a little bit in the afternoon because I think uh, reading through his comments most of these investors were thinking that they were going to be more aggressive on raising rates, and his comments made it seem less aggressive than they were anticipating. So uh, the rates actually dropped a little bit in the afternoon, so the rates are probably lower now than what they were a week or two weeks ago. In addition, our biggest wholesaler just gave us a uh, a deal where they are committing to beat the rate on any quote that we can show them as long as it's an apples to apples comparison. So, uh, just a couple big things out there and then lastly I'll say if you've been if you've looked for a loan in the past year and you've been turned down cuz maybe you don't have perfect credit, well, I tell you a lot of that perfect credit stuff is is not the, those people are not lining up to do business now. And we have more time to help anybody. So if you've been turned down in the past, don't let that stop you from checking now. There's there's still a lot of programs, and investors are getting more aggressive because they do want to write loans. So when the these easy perfect loans aren't on the table anymore, they do expand uh, lending so they can uh, they can you know get some mortgages closed.
2: Steve's asking a question on a thirty year fixed rate. What's it going for right now, and what kind of credit score do you need to get a good rate?
3: Yeah, he's welcome to call us. We just can't quote a rate out there just because of compliance issues. Uh, so if he gives us a call, one of our guys will get him an answer in just a just a few minutes, grab some information from him. But we are really governed by anything we quote. We have to have a certain amount of data to do that. I'm sorry. I wish I could.
2: So if you want, it sounds like no matter what situation you're in, if you want, you need to really call to find out, to get the information. You, everybody's going to have a different you know, you can give blanket advice, but at the end of the day, case-by-case case basis, probably a, a better way to find out personally where, where you're going to be. Here's the thing I'll say, and Dave, I've been saying this for a while now, but don't wait. Find out, because the window is narrowing. We're getting closer and closer, it looks, uh, to things changing, and the Fed coming coming out with this news yesterday um uh you just can't put all the things that we're seeing, everything we're seeing on the horizon, and the things that we're, we're experiencing, the inflation, the shortages, and all these things. You can't put all of that off forever. And uh you better better get your house in order. Call Dave and see if they can help you today. Dave Galloway at 616-974-9105. That's 616-974-9105, or you can go online to HHMlending.com. But do it now. Dave, I appreciate you giving us the latest with this. Will you come back and give us more as the story develops?
3: I'd be happy to. We have a ma- we have a major product we're going to be rolling out. We'll probably be ready to go. I know you and I are talking about getting back on the next month. Uh, we'll have big news with that, which I think will benefit a ton of people out there. Uh, in addition, like you mentioned before, we don't consider it a waste of time to talk to you if we can't end up writing your loan. We love talking to our West Michigan people. We understand every conversation builds a relationship. And there may be some time down the road that we will help you. But if you have any question in your mind, like, hey, is this even worth trying Give us a call? I mean, heck, we, we don't have a problem saying, you know what, you're in the best situation possible. Stay there and maybe in the future, whatever the case may be.
2: That's one of the things that I constantly hear from people uh, about how you're willing to help out and give them the straight uh, straight answer, um, it, because you want to make sure that they're taken care of. Uh, knowing your heart, I think that's that's important for people to understand. Uh, but we also get great stories uh, from uh, from folks like Chris, who uh, we, we just found out saved five hundred bucks a month on her uh, mortgage, and uh, at the end of the day, was, she was able to close in what ten days. I mean, that's super fast, faster than the big banks and credit unions. And I know you guys often will do things like go to people's homes uh, and, and get things done there. Uh, if people love that, you can find out more at hhmlending.com. And, of course, Dave Galloway and the folks at Heartland Home Mortgage are uh, one of the folks that support this program. So if you like what you hear here, hear uh, here, it's uh, likely because of folks like Dave. And, uh, and we appreciate your support, Dave. Thank you very much.
3: Yeah, we're honored to be on the show. We love your audience and the message you're sending. So thank you for all you do, and have a great day, West Michigan. Happy Cinco de Mayo.
2: Hey, you got it, my friend. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. All right, more coming up next. It is a National Day of Prayer. We're going to do some of that coming up here in a little bit and hear from some folks that are celebrating. Coming up after this, it's West Michigan Live. a jam-packed after show for you. You are fired up and ready to go. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The after show, the Rona Report. Fauci's going to be here on Saturday, and he's going to be greeted with throngs of, well, I was going to say fans, but there there probably aren't going to be fans. Throngs of people at a protest. We'll tell you more about that uh, tomorrow. And maybe talk a little bit about it in the... uh, In the after show, but if you want to go, it's the University of Michigan commencement. He's going to be speaking there. And uh, and lots of folks are going to be there to greet him, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, It is, today is a National Day of Prayer. It's the first Thursday of May, and joining us now to talk a little bit about that is Pastor Joe Bevilacqua from New Chapel here in Grand Rapids. Pastor, appreciate you being here with us today. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, Justin. So good to hear your voice and... Man, yeah, seventy-one years ago today, uh, they they launched with the National Day of Prayer, and uh, I'm amazed at the ground that we've taken. It seems like, golly, two years ago or within the last two years, it's been a fog. But it's pretty amazing what happens when God's people rise up. So, uh, pretty pretty cool action happening right now in our in our own lifetime.
2: Well, I could tell you we. I- I don't think there's ever been a time where we could use a little, little bit of prayer us uh, to talk about this. We fight our battles on our knees, and uh, boy, we've got some battles these days, don't we? But there's some good news, too, isn't there?
0: Well, for sure. And, you know, when we see things like, uh, you know, the, the evil of abortion and, and the, the ungodly that get behind it, you know, Proverbs eight thirty six. 36, uh, the Bible says, all who hate me love death. And, you know, we see just that, that hatred. I heard somebody say, well, what's going to happen to women if Roe versus Wade is overturned? And the answer is simple. More are going to live. Mm. And, uh, and the truth of the matter is, even when we don't think that God is working, he's working on our behalf. But it, I really think what tipped the scales was that in the face of all of this woke junk, we saw the church, the God's people, Wake up. The Bible says awake o sleeper in Ephesians five, that we woke up to righteousness and uh, and that we we began to walk in the light and realize that we don't fight against flesh and blood and people, but that that still lets us identify the issue. It doesn't mean that that they're not pushing agenda. And so it's been cool to see Christians rise up and pray and and now we're literally on the table. is Roe versus Wade being overturned? you know, this is, this is marvelous. It's, it's tipping in our favor. And that's, that's what we need to see. And I think we'll see more. So don't get unengaged, everybody. Let's, let's, let's press into all of this.
2: Pastor Joe Bevilacqua is a pastor at New Chapel here in Grand Rapids, National Day of Prayer happening today. And uh, pastor, I just want to give you a quick, a minute or so to, to actually to pray for Grand Rapids, for Michigan, for our nation. Um, I know that'd be important, National Day of Prayer. And you know what? Since I'm a MAGA uh, extremist, I I might as well act the part. Let's be extreme. Let's have some prayer on the radio. How about that?
0: I think that sounds great, and uh, I have a red hat myself. I'll just let you know. Uh Let's pray. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for our families that God more would rise up, more would get engaged in school boards and run for election and fire ungodly school boards that are grooming kids. God, I pray for schools and revival in our schools. And God, not even so much from the outside in, but God, I pray for a student-led revival in Granville, in Comstock Park, in Sparta, in EGR and And in Grand Rapids Public and all over, God, I pray for churches to rise up and and continue to press in to that good news gospel that changes people's lives. And Lord, I do pray for the government. You command us in scripture to pray for our leaders. So Lord, I pray for Joe Biden, that he would have clarity of mind so he can accept you as his savior. God, I pray for state government. I pray for Whitmer. God, I pray for an early retirement for, for Gretchen Whitmer. And Lord, I pray for for a revival in our land, God, that Christians and God followers and even those people that sympathize with us to awake, O oh sleeper, so that God, we can continue to press into everything that you have. Lord, you're not done with America yet. The best is yet to come. And God, we pray that that last and third great awakening would sweep our land before we see Jesus again. We love you, Lord. We do everything to tell your story in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Pastor
2: Joe Bevilacqua, New Chapel in Grand Rapids. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you. Newchapel.com. Thank you, Joe.
0: My honor. My honor. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Because the God I
2: serve knows only how to triumph. National Day of Prayer, folks. Lots of events happening. We'll put links online. JustinBarkley.com on our stack. Big after show jam pack with you today. We'll get to it all. You can stream us live on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble and Getter. Just search at Mr. Justin Barkley. Back tomorrow morning at 9.06, God willing. Make it a great day, folks. God bless. That's it for today. Join me online at justinbarkley.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Mr. Justin Barclay. Leave a comment, give us a rating, and follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley was produced and engineered by Joe Balecki. I'm Justin Barkley, and this is West Michigan Live. Make it a great day.